Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. So ladies and gentlemen, Stefan and Shaylee are about to come on and rock your world. These two are just powerhouses using these these techniques to not only reprogram ourselves for success, but they're doing it with a big heart. They're conscious entrepreneurs, and they also have a thriving relationship themselves. So you definitely, definitely want to stick around and keep showing up as your greatest possible self. Before we dive into that, though, I just want to acknowledge you for choosing to be here today, for choosing to study, for choosing to be on the journey, to invest your time, your money, and your energy into being your greatest self. I see you. Keep showing up one step at a time. Next up, it's going to be our iTunes review of the week. And this week, let's see who it is by. I believe it's by Jessica. Let's put it on. Awesome podcast. Uh, Clarice. Clarice says, awesome podcast. Chris, the host of Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self podcast, highlights all aspects of business, entrepreneurship, and more in this can't-miss podcast. The hosts and expert guests offer insightful advice and information that is helpful to anyone that listens. Therese, thank you so much for that review. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store. Give us a review. Let us know what you love about the show, what you want to see more of, how we can improve it for you, and uh, keep being our greatest possible selves together. I'm going to introduce Shaylee and Steph in just a second. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. I have a feeling that there's going to be some tactical, actionable things, as well as just inspiring principles, wisdom, stories that they share. So really be ready for these gold nuggets and stick around all the way through to the end because one idea has the power to change everything for you. Let's introduce them and then we'll bring them on the screen. Stefan and Shaylee Shafidal also known as Steph and Shay, have been successfully training and coaching hundreds of couples around the world for over a decade now. Their goal is to help coaches enhance and strengthen their relationship, and they've been together in their relationship for almost two decades, and they've successfully owned and operated multiple businesses together. They've learned a lot over the years of what works and what doesn't work from personal experience and from many couples that they have friended and trained and coached. Steph and Shay are excited to share today with you everything that they've learned so that you can learn in a few hours what took them almost two decades to figure out. And we're blessed to have them here with us today. Steph and Shay, are you ready to bring the heat, superstars? Let's bring it. We are live and become your greatest possible self. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to be kicking off this day with you two powerhouses. And let's, let's just dive right in if that works for you. The theme today is keeping the fire lit. So we'll start with Stefan. Stefan, what does that mean for you, brother? So keeping the fire lit, um, that means, well, that honeymoon phase that everybody talks about, yeah. that ought to be the whole relationship. Mm. Like, that, should, that, should hold, that should be the whole length of the relationship, not yeah. just that honeymoon phase. And it's interesting, a lot of individuals will, will say, oh yeah, it's, it's like honeymoon every day for us. And I love it whenever I hear that and sometimes what is said doesn't match the actions that go along with it, if you know what I mean. That's what mm. we would call it, incongruency, where wow. we, we talk about this where we say, um, and for those that truly 
it is congruent. Yeah. I think that that's awesome. And Hallelujah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Right. <laughs> and, and the reality is though, there's a lot of relationships that are like castles built on sand. If mm. that makes sense. Wow. Where, where, where it's a nice, beautiful, um, you know, outer shell of the castle. Um, the inside's even nice, but there's no foundation and it's mm. built on sand. And if a, if a, 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 a even a breeze, comes by it kind of knocks it over right so so i think in terms of keeping the fire alive it's about being conscious in the relationship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it what 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 we know is that well it's kind of like um you know have you ever heard of the pacific gyres they're they're out in the pacific um it's the uh, currents in the pacific there's a northern a southern gyre it's where all of like the trash of the world is collected oh yeah yep yep i've heard of that yep yeah, like the Northern Hawaiian Islands have mm. a whole bunch of trash yeah. that's collecting up there because of these gyres. Well, why am I bringing that up? Relationships are like the gyres for life. Mm. What I mean by that is most individuals, they, they, they fall unconscious in the relationship. And the relationship kind of just goes on the back burner. Yep. Right? Because it'll just take care of itself. Right. right? All right. the problems going on in work, in health mm. and fitness, in spirituality. Family life. Everything. It, it will get dumped onto the relationship. Wow. And so I think what's important to keep that fire, yeah, that yeah. cauldron ignited mm-hmm. within the relationship is consciousness. Yeah. Now, let's speak about consciousness. So it's so funny. We ask people all the time, what does consciousness mean to you? Mm. And we'll hear things like meditating underneath a fig tree for five hours. I'm like, that's beautiful. <laughs> and that's not what's required for consciousness. Wow. Consciousness, wow. if you want to simplify it, equals Awareness. awareness yeah presence awareness yeah yeah, yeah. so 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 how every single day can you be conscious in your relationship not letting it be like a pacific dyer where all of your gobbledygook and and trash and Just garbage unconscious and stuff goes stuff yeah. goes right <laughs> yes. it's gets it, it, it usually can get dumped in the relationship in the way it's kind of like this it's kind of like this. I, I remember whenever uh, I, Shay and I, we went out on our first date, right? Yeah. It probably took me like an hour and a half to get ready, right? Mm-hmm. Now, on any given day to get ready for work, Shay knows I can get ready in about five to 10 minutes. That's right. That's right. But, <laughs> but, but when I was going out on my first date with Shay, it was like an hour and a half. Like, oh, yeah. Make sure everything was like in its right place. You know, I opened the car door for her. Yeah. I, uh, wow. I knew where all the forks and knives were, you know, at, mm-hmm. the, at this nice Thai restaurant that we went mm-hmm. to. And, and, and it was so funny. I got the, the napkin. I make sure it was across my lap fully. You pulled my chair out I for me. Out. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And, and I did, um, you know, I blotted my mouth very, nicely. Very <laughs> and then here's the reality. Flash three or four years. Yeah. And we're eating pizza on the couch. I'm burping and I'm wiping my mouth with my sleep. Right? right? Because you get comfortable, yes. which is good. It's good, it's good to be comfortable yeah. in your relationship. So just be yourself. Yeah. But it's not good to be complacent or lazy, right? Yeah, just yeah. Just don't do those things anymore. So, so we we like to call them. So, keeping the fire alive, um, we like to call them love crumbs, Ooh. right? Do you remember Hansel and Gretel? Yes. You remember yeah, the story, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did they do? They had um, they had uh, bread crumbs, little bread crumbs that, that they, reminded them of where they came where from. Where they came right? from, yeah. So we call them love crumbs. Right, which is is to remind us where we came from in, in our, our relationship. relationship. What that means is a post-it note on the mirror for Shay saying "I love you, dear," or bringing her a coffee 
when I have a feeling like she wants it. Right. Um, or, or I'll bring him a tea when, you know, he's in a long coaching call and I know his throat is probably dry. Yeah. Right. So, so we call these things love crumbs. Um, I, I love getting her cards and I hide them in her briefcase. So if she's going to do a speaking engagement or a training or something, she'll find it randomly when she's away. And then I get the text like, oh, you know, and it, yeah. and it, that keeps the fire alive is just doing those nice things that they're not expected. Right. They're surprises, right? Ah. And 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 sticking them in throughout the day and showing each other how much we love each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and not expecting anything in return. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, listen, relationships aren't about 50-50. Not 5149. It's not 5248. It's 100. 100. 100. Yes. No expectations of anything in return. Wow. So important. So I, that's keeping the fire alive. Um, you know, quick, actionable thing that I think uh, all the listeners can, um, you know, adopt and implement today is yep. ask yourself, what is a love crumb that mm-hmm. I can leave for my mate mm-hmm. that will wow them and surprise them and make it feel like the courting phase? Wow. never ended. Yep. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. It's, it's the small things, right? It doesn't need to be big, but it's the small things compounded over time, compound effects, slight edge. Like it's those little things that really just transform a relationship. And in the beginning where we have the effort and the energy and the intention, like I want to keep winning this person over because yeah. like they're sexy, they're beautiful, they're awesome, they make me feel great, whatever it is. It's like we're willing to go that extra mile. So keeping that going throughout the relationship makes such a massive difference. And I love how you also said like the 100-100, right? Like each person shows up and it's like, hey, I want to make, I want, I want you to be the best version of yourself that you can be. So I'm going to do everything that I can to keep reminding you, to keep, to keep appreciating you, to keep loving you. Any, any extra way that I can, knowing that I'm just overflowing with this. There's more than enough to go around without expecting anything in return. But when we do that, we naturally just get it back anyways, because who we're being, what we put out, we get yep. back as well. Yep. 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 yep, yep absolutely. Yep, yep. It, you, you, you get what you give. And, and, and so just by naturally doing that, you're right. You, you in turn receive it back. I love it. Did if you want I to say something? Yeah, if you, you could feel it, right? You <laughs> yeah, feel yeah. It. like bring it. <laughs> yeah, so here here's something else too is okay, we've all heard of the concept what you focus on expands. Yes. Most listeners have heard of that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um we know a lot about the your type of listeners as well and they're all conscious individuals. Mm-hmm. Like I said, let's remember the Pacific Geyer, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people mm-hmm. don't realize how unconsciously stuff is just getting dumped into the relationship or wow. relationships back burner. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of that has to do with focus. Now, yeah, we know what we focus on, we create. Yeah. Um, what we focus on expands. Energy flows where, where our attention, attention goes. goes. Right. Sure. Same thing in the relationship. Right. A lot of people, they know this. They know this in everyday life. They do it in their work. They do it in their health. It's about also carrying that into your relationship. Yes. So we have a we have a, a great story that that <laughs> exemplifies this. Yeah. So we had a client some years ago, and he, you know, we said, okay, so what's going on? Why are we here? And he said, well, um, you know, I just got some stuff going on. Blah 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 blah. Fast yeah. forward to the part where he says, yeah, my wife, or, or actually, no, he said the Hulk. 
And we said, <laughs> no. Who's the Hulk? And I said, I said, you mean the big, strong, green dude? We go, who's, who's the Hulk? Said, the, uh, because the way it happened, let me backtrack a little bit. We said, what is the main reason why you're not able to double your income? Because yes. we were coaching wow. him to help him double his income. Um, he was a seven-figure earner and wanted to raise the bar even more. Yeah. And he said, the Hulk is keeping me from doing that. I said, the what? what? <laughs> so we go, okay, who, who are you talking about when you say the Hulk? And he goes, oh, 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 my wife. And wow. we kept our jaws from dropping because we were kind of shocked by the, yeah. the response. And we said... But that was his reality. Yeah. Wow. So we said, okay, so why do you call her the Hulk? Oh, and he says, so um, it's, it's simple. Just she has these... She goes from, you know, loving and caring and nice to all of a sudden like a big green machine, like just tearing everything down around her, including me. Uh, it's just horrific. And I'm like, okay, so I have a, I have a task for you. I said, first of all, what do you want her to be like instead yes. in a dream world scenario? Yep. And he said, well, the, the loving, caring angel that I he know angel. that she is. And I said, good, focus on that. I said, I want you to go out for the next seven days between now and the next session and look for how she's an angel. Wow. And, and I said, and that's it. Look so that's for it. everything that is caring, loving, supportive, and angel-like in her. And and I said, here's the thing. I said, do you know? I said, if if you took, if you took, and we're, let's say we were all in a dark room together, right? And and it was like no windows, right? And if you took like a sixty watt light bulb and you put it in the center of the room, it it will scatter some light and dimly light up the room, but you probably wouldn't be able to read a book in the corner, right? Right. Now that's interesting. So. Do you know that they've taken a 60 watt laser, actually less than that, mm. and they've reflected it to the moon and back? So what's the difference? It's about the, the focus. focus. Wow. Yeah. So why, or if we're doing this in our health and fitness, which most people do, yeah. if we're doing this in our career, which most empowered people do, yeah. why the heck aren't we doing it in our relationship too? Mm. To mm. look for, look for, you know, in um, around 400 AD, there was a little book called the Yoga Sutras written mm. by Patanjali. I think you've probably heard of them. I've heard of it. I haven't read it though. Okay. So uh, Patanjali said, every day I go out and I look for the divine in everyone. Yeah. What a great meditation, right? Yeah. And, and so, so we told him all of this. Yeah, we told him about the laser. We told him about Patanjali. And we said, so, so focus on your angel. Focus on what you want, which will expand comes back a week in the next session and he said i gotta tell you the time of which the hulk came out the most was that time of the month mm -hmm. right he goes which began right after our last session literally concluded before the session he goes and it's crazy almost like by, by magic i don't know what happened but in the last week i never saw the hulk what? and he went, <laughs> he went now now did she change or did i change and we said that's, That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is this is so powerful. Like what you what you really the identity that you put on to people, like who do I want to see this person as? Most of the time we're we're left to circumstances. We're left to well, the stuff that just happens in life, right? Like the the stuff that comes up that goes yeah. in those gyres and just like the natural flow of life, there's gonna be resistance, there's gonna be breakdowns, there's gonna be messes that we get to to clean up and get complete on. Most yeah. people let those just keep going and build up momentum until like it's this like burning fire of trash, burning, you know, yeah. biggest big thing of trash. So I love that we, what you're saying and to consciously focus on who it is that we're creating this person as. I also wanted to to highlight the the meditation 
that it's not something you do once a day, right? Oh, for 30 minutes, I meditate. No, you live a meditation. You live looking for the d- divine in life yeah. in everyone. You live like looking at this angel and reminding yourself who that person is. So I really, I love that we're, we're getting into all sorts of beautiful, beautiful topics here. And yes. uh, I want to ask specifically, Shay, did you have anything you wanted to add about keeping the fire lit that really stood out to you beyond what we've already dove into? Because we've already covered a lot. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, love crumbs is definitely a big one. And I'll also say, you know, just aside from that, you know, we live in such a busy go, 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 go world, right? I mean, to give you, to give you a stat, actually, um, there's right now today, there's 40 million bits per second coming at us of information, of information. And we can only consciously process 40 of those 40 million. So 40 bits is all we can process out of the 40 million. So that means there's a lot of stuff going on, right? So a lot coming at us that we that we don't that we don't consciously recognize or aren't able to really do anything with or not not choosing to do anything with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we have the ability to focus on those 40 bits, right? Mm-hmm. So if we make those 40 bits positive, well, then we're winning against the system, right? So ah, yep. we're able to change instead of focusing on all the negatives, right? Well, then we're going to get a lot of negative in our world. So sure. if we focus on those positive 40 bits, this goes back to focusing on the divine in the individual, then we're going to live that life that we want, that everybody wants, that's full of love and joy and happiness. Mm. I mean, who doesn't want that, right? I mean, really. So at the end of the day, too, I think it's really going back to consciousness. I think we got to make time for our loved ones. You know, we all, everyone's busy. They've got, most people are working, families are working, you know, the the household, um, both people are working, got kids going in a million different directions. (laughs) There's a lot going on. I mean, 40 million bits of information every second going yeah. on a lot. That's so, a bit of a bit. Exactly. So it's about carving out that time, making a yes. conscious choice to say, you know, yeah, we're busy throughout the week, but we're going to get together at least one time and do a date night. Yep. Right. And I know that sounds so simple, but it's taking the actual steps, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, to do it just to do it. Right. And, and to fully, fully engage with that person, no phones, no technology, and just have a conversation. Not, you know? not one of these like, Oh, Hey, yeah, honey. I just totally. Yeah. 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 I say, hear what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. I get you. Totally. Man. Not I, mean, like that. I think it's, it's creating that standard because a lot of, a lot of relationships have kind of just happened and it's saying, Hey, I'm committed to a deeper relationship with you. Is that something you're committed to as well? Okay. Well, here's, here's a experiment. Let's like, let's run an experiment. Let's practice. Let's try something new. Let's not have our phones at the dinner table. Let's not yeah. have our phones in the bedroom past a certain time, you know, like different things like that. But I think that communication and dating date nights, like one time a week, like just communicating on we're going to be intentional about this, this block of time, this specific yep. environment, this specific moment to really transform and be present with each other. Exactly. And, and really in that, in that date night to do the best as possible to not talk about work, not mm. talk about the kids, talk yeah. about each wow. other and, mm. you know, connecting on a deeper level. Wow. That's 
the challenge. Anyone can go out and do a date night. Sure. But can you take away the work, the family, the stresses, the bills, the finances, this and that, and Good just point. connect at the soul level with who it was that you decided and chose to spend your life with? The reality is relationships go through, you've heard of a rite, a rite of passage, yes, right? Yes. Relationships go through rites of passage as well. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't get that. They, they don't understand that a relationship in order to grow must transform. Relationship in order to grow must transform. So, so there's a great quote out there um, from a spiritual guru that said, in order for the new to be built, the old must crumble. And so the reality is, is there's certain component. I don't know about you, but I'm not the same person I am today as I was 10 years ago. Nope. Nope. And, and your mate's not the same person she is today as she was 10 years ago. Right. So how do we expect that the relationship is going to be the same? It's not. It doesn't make sense. No. It's not possible. So, so it goes through these rites of passage and what most people do, it's a moment the happiness fades, mm. they pull the ripcord. And they float out with a parachute into another relationship where all the same darn problems are again. Yeah, it might be, you know, perfect initially, but then all of a sudden, all of the same stuff is going to come up because guess what? The person still has that unresolved stuff yep. that they didn't take care of in the last relationship. Yep. So it's going to follow them into the next. Super, super important. So we, you have to, as you're growing, you have to also allow your relationships to grow. It's, um, there's a great metaphor, um, you know, that when we talk about the olive tree mm -hmm. and many of us have heard many stories about the, either the olive fruit, the oil or the tree. And, um, it's, uh, very symbolic, very symbolic. It's mentioned in the Bible over a hundred times. Wow. Right. Wow. Uh, if, if you go and uh, do the research, but here's the basics of the olive tree, which is really important. A lot of people don't know what's required. Follow me here. Yeah. Um, you might see a parallel. So, so it requires the harsh winds from the east yeah and also the nourishing winds from the west in order for an olive tree to grow yeah. they actually at first thought wait a second so the nourishing winds well that's great maybe what we ought to do is we ought to actually take trees and plant them on the west facing slopes of hills so that they're guarded from the harsh winds from the east so that all they got were nourishing winds from the west and maybe that'll work guess what never worked the dream so, come true right yeah, yeah. It, never, it, it never worked what it's perfect the, right? these olive trees they weren't robust enough to handle the nourishing winds and they never were able to produce fruit so they realized that the harsh winds from the east and they they literally as they would come in it would strengthen the core yeah it would create there to be a nice, robust, um, you know, rough-looking bark around it. Protective. And, and the reality is the nursing winds came with a lot of humidity wow. that allowed the fruit to grow. But it required both. both. Yeah. And this is super, super, super important. Uh, and another thing, too, about olive trees, going along with the metaphor, is you could have an olive tree produce fruit for thousands of years as long as it's pruned. It could produce fruit for, th for thousands of years as long as it's pruned. So let's think about the parallels here. In a relationship, if we're sitting there looking for happiness, mm -hmm. well, we're, 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 we're looking for the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. In a relationship, we obviously, yes, we want internal wholeness. Of course. And there's another level of completeness and wholeness that comes when you have two together. Complete beings. Complete beings coming together. And the reality is 
we can't expect only nourishing winds from the West. Sure. We have to be prepared for and actually celebrate the harsh winds from the East. What is that? The arguments, the disagreements, the growth moments, the, the challenges, the road, the ups and downs, all the stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> the stuff is the harsh winds from the East and it makes the relationship stronger and more robust like the olive tree with a strong core and nice rough looking bark on the outside. It's funny if you go to uh, Tuscany or the provincial area of France, you'll see these trees that have been pruned and all there is is this just like gnarly looking stump. And, and, you're, and you think like nothing's ever going to grow out of that. It looks... They really pruned you know? it back all the way yeah. almost to just a stump. But then here comes the, the harvest time and the sprouts start blooming out beautifully and the nice flowers and then the fruit comes. And this is a stump that's been around for over a thousand years. Wow. So so we, we have to in a relationship celebrate truly celebrate and embrace and invite the harsh winds from the east mm. not going to just be about the good times it's also going to be about the challenging times you need both for a relationship to stand the test of time yeah i'm super important i'm curious how do we how do we really if it's been difficult to welcome those for a lot of people, it's been difficult to welcome the challenging times, the harsh times. Um, what is it that we can do to really to shift that conversation of resisting challenges, arguments, things like that, to welcoming and growing through those with, with power, with, with uh, clarity? Yeah, yeah. We I, use a safe word. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. If we're, if we're in the heat of a moment, we know that it's really not, about what it's about right it's like mm. it's like that's what happens is these disagreements and arguments they get so escalated oh, yeah. and it's like it it ends up being about who didn't take out the trash right you know? <laughs> or Nonsense. who started oh, or who started the argument we've seen the most of the couples that we've worked with right trying to trying to backtrack of saying well oh, you started this whole it. argument happened because of you that, that's not going to go anywhere no. yeah get, no. here so so i have another thought there and i know you have a thought we have a safe word, which is if anything ever escalates, which it happens. Yeah. We're not yeah. perfect. Yeah. We don't want to be perfect, not in our relationship, because if it were, then that means we weren't growing. It's, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we have a safe word, which guess what it is? Olive, Olive tree. tree. Yes. <laughs> so, so if ever anything starts to escalate, one of us says olive tree, and we know it's time to, we stop immediately. And then we go to our corners. Mm. Literally. Mm. Like a timeout, right? Yeah. 15 and minute minimum 15 timeout. Minute Cool off, do some breathing, maybe do some meditation, maybe walk around the block, get out of that zone energy, of being yep. in it, that energy, <laughs> dissociate yeah. from it, and then we come back. We're like, okay. Yeah. Let's talk through that. And remember what we said earlier there's 40 million bits per second of information coming at us. We can choose 40. Yeah. Why not choose a different 40? Yeah. So rather than who started the argument, who's at, who's at fault, and this, that, and the other, instead, I see her as being divine. I see her being the angel and the queen that yes, she is. Yes. And now let's come together and here's the fun part. Let's negotiate. Mm. <laughs> Forget arguing. Let's now negotiate. Let's yep. put on a negotiation yep. and cap and actually move to a win-win. So that's what we do. We just as a good strategy, we have our safe word, which is olive tree, because we know the power of that metaphor. And we go to our corners. I usually go for a hike in one direction. She might go for a hike in another direction on our on our own, you know, or one of us goes and does breathing exercises yep. in each other's office, what have you. And then we come back after go 15 minutes. Go get a minutes. workout in. Yeah, you know, get a workout in. Whatever. Just Blow off some steam yeah. healthily, calmly, yeah. yep. cool-headedly, 
if that's a word. If not, it is now. Um, and and then <laughs> come good. back with a cool head, yes. choose a new 40 bits, yep. and then go at and it. And then usually you're able to see that it's not really what it was made out to be, mm, right? right? It's usually that, you know, something was off. Maybe someone was having a bad day and then they brought it home or you know, someone had a different, pers- an off perspective, right? So it's, mm-hmm. it's about coming to it and then really truly knowing that each other has the best intentions in mind, Yeah. really truly seeing that in each other. And that can diffuse a lot of it. Um, another, another thing to add to that is um, we like to say when we're going through growth moments, mm-hmm. just ice it, mm-hmm. which ICE stands for the I is identify, right? So, okay, identify what just occurred. Okay, yeah, we got in a heated discussion, a heated argument, okay. Cool, it's a growth moment. Yeah, Yeah. that happens. Mistakes and learning moments are necessary for growth, right? Then change it, C, change it, right? So Decide what you want to do instead. Yep, and you could just ask yourself, okay, so that was a disaster. I don't want that to happen again. What do I want instead? Yes. Oh, I want us to be cool headed, calm and have a discussion like two adults. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And just change it. Yeah. And then E is embrace, which stands mm-hmm. for just embrace the fact that you're human. You make mistakes. Yeah. You're not perfect. You're growing, you're learning. Yeah. And your relationship is transforming. Don't you know, be careful as to not do what most people do, and and they they just pull the ripcord and they bail mm. because, because because it gets too hard. It gets too hard. Yeah. So it's it's so now here's something. Can I get a little heavy for a moment? Let's go. <laughs> so you've heard of Carl Jung, right? Yes. Okay. He talks about the concept of um, perception is projection. Mm. Yep. This is this is now this is. This explains the what we talked about with the 40 million bits yes. and then the 40. It actually explains scientifically that came out of the flow camp from an author by the name of Mihal Csikszentmihalyi. Mihal. He wrote the book uh, Flow. Um, it's a great, great, great book. And so, so that science of 40 million bits and 40 comes out of that camp. And it's, it's uh, obviously they're constantly adjusting the, the numbers. Those numbers are already outdated. But it explains perceptions projection really well. Carl Jung says that we tend to take all of our unconscious material Mm. Project it onto the ones we love the most. And what it is is an external sign and a cue of something that you need to be improving in yourself. You heard the old saying when you're pointing the finger at someone, how many are pointing back at you? Three. Right, <laughs> right back at you. Right back at you. <laughs> Three times the amount are pointing right back yeah. at you. And and we've heard the, the old uh, concept of the pot calling the kettle black. It's yep. it's 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 in all of the fables. It's in the Bible. It's in all of the philosophers of the of the of the past, and all the great psychologists all knew that when we are seeing something that bothers us in another individual, it means there's something within us that's unresolved that's causing that projection to happen. Now, hold on to your chairs. Think about this. So, 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 right? so here's here's the thing. Um, just to get heavy for a moment. Yeah. So when so many relationships, they have these huge tiffs whenever they're trying to figure out who is that cause for the problem in the relationship. Now it might appear in the physical plane and in the physical world that this person did X, Mm. right? Like somebody cheated on somebody, Mm. right? Yeah. But what if the individual that's on the other side of the equation, they didn't do anything physiological, but running through their head on a daily basis since they've been together is I hope they never cheat on me. Mm. So now the question is who's, 
at cause who's actually responsible. Right. One maybe the more, chicken or the egg, it, right? It, since since we're in a chicken or the egg scenario, what we say in a relationship is we throw up our hands mm. and we admit that at some level, whether spiritual, mental, emotionally, or physically, there was responsibility on both sides. And since it's a chicken or the egg scenario, let's both agree that we're both responsible at some level, wow. directly or indirectly, yep. consciously or unconsciously, and then move on. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now what? We're both responsible. Yeah. Now, what do we choose? Now, what are what are the values that we get to focus on? What are the what are the things that are important to us in our relationship to come back and meet together in union and in harmony, seeing things like shoulder to shoulder instead of like going at each other, face to face? Yeah, 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 at each other. Yep, correct. Wow, yep. this is this is gold. I love it. This. this is so much fun. By the way, we have some comments. Uh, Chris Lee's out there. What's up, brother? Emotional integration time to feel and be whatever is coming in. Paula Brown, what's up? Vero, what's up? Everyone, if you have any questions for Steph or Shay, they are bringing it right now. And I want to dive in a little bit more to why you do this. Like you two are so, I feel like such a, a powerhouse geyser of, of value and of commitment to transforming couples' lives, businesses. Let's dive into the why. Like what, what is it that drives you to do it? We'll start with Shay. Shay, what, what is it that drives you to do it? And if you want to share a little bit of the background of, of what got you into it, feel free. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, well, let's see, let's see, let's see. So um, we started our success training company um, 10 years ago. That's the parent company um, over our couples division. Um, and basically, the, the reason I got into it was um, you have to hear Steph's story because it's, it's pretty inspiring. And mine's much different than his. I was uh, a very kind of shy, quiet kid growing up. And uh, I would much rather sit inside and read a book than go out and, you know, hang out with my friends, even though I loved hanging out with my friends, but I was so introverted, right? So when I met Steph, he was the complete opposite of me in that sense that he was so charismatic, outgoing, a great communicator. Well, I was her projection, by the way. So that's just her. But it wasn't That's the other actualized. side of perception's projection. That's, yeah. that's her projecting who she was at the core onto me, which I'll, I'll accept that, but yeah. it's really you. But it wasn't actualized <laughs> within me yet, right? I was I had a fear of public speaking. I was scared to death to talk to people, even my friends and family, without getting all you know flustered and embarrassed and sure, tripping over sure. my words and whatnot. So when I met him, I was like, wow, I want to be like that. How can I do that? Yeah. And I had a you know transformation um where I, I lost about 30 to 35 pounds. And I had a lot of women coming to me saying, how did you do that? What did you do? Help me get through this. And I knew what I did for me, but I didn't know what I did, what I could do to help them. So I went to Steph and I said, help me, help me, help me. What do I do? Because this was the first time in my life that anyone had asked me for help. Right. So he right. said, I think you're ready. Yeah. And that, that meant like stepping into the world of coaching people yeah. and transformation and and so, you know, she went, she went back to school and got high level certifications and licenses and came board certified as a coach and um, studied neurolinguistics and hypnotherapy, many other practices and modalities that are good for, I would say, the human uh, performance business. Yeah. So she was ready. Yeah, that was, that was kind of her jump into it. So, Consciously. Yeah, exactly. Consciously. So I had a lot of, of breakthroughs, transformations. I got over my fear of public speaking. We ended up training uh, general public people in uh, personal development for, gosh, the last 10 years. And I couldn't imagine my life not doing that, right? Oh, Whereas man. if you would have told me 20 years ago, this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life, I go, no way, no way, you're crazy. It's never going to happen. 
So that was kind of my entry point, you know, was, was a, a younger, or I'll say an, I had an older start, um, a later start in, in getting into personal development. Yeah. Um, yet when we got in, we just jumped in head first oh, yeah. and yeah. we both left our respective fields, got into our business and started initially working with uh, corporations, executives, entrepreneurs, doing and a lot of executive coaching, sales training. Things like that. Yeah. yeah. How we got into the couple space. Oh, this is a cool story. Is is interesting. We had we were teaching a sales training. This was back in about 2011. 11. And we had this executive who was in the course come up to us and say, hey, you guys work really well together. And he said, and you're married? And we said, yeah, we're married. And he goes, and you seem like you like each other. And we said, yeah, we yeah, actually we do. Do. Yeah. We do. And he goes, well, my wife and I, we want to start a business together, but we're currently ripping each other's heads off. And I said, you can't run a business without heads. It was <laughs> like, true. oh, good point. I was like, yeah, just keep that in mind, please. Yeah. yeah. So so he said, you know, could you work with my wife and I to help us? And we said, at this point, we had never worked with couples. We had just wow. worked with ourselves. ourselves and partners of businesses, right? So we thought, well, yeah. it's we've done it in businesses, right? Taking two people, aligning them, getting them on the same page. In business, and, right? Right. So we thought, could do it with couples, right? Yeah, sure. Two people, right? So we said, sure, why not? So we did All it. All we had to do is go do some, obviously, you know, there's the intimacy piece. Sure. So which we, we had to go research. do some deep research and development on, speaking with some uh, great individuals that are world-renowned sex therapists, et cetera, yeah. to capture wow. information, to integrate into our program and uh, outsource to her if it was a little outside of our scope of practice. But um, really, we realized it's it's communication. It's tools. Communication yeah. and alignment are, are, the, are two huge, absolute important things in a relationship and any relationship, business relationship or personal relationship. And it's communi communication and alignment. Mm. Really, yeah. really, really, really important. Yeah. So we did the work with them and they had an amazing experience. They ended up starting their business. It was very They're successful. profitable in their first year. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we did not know this going into it, but they were highly connected in Southern California. And so mm. after that session or you know multiple sessions we did with them our phone was ringing off the hook for the next six weeks our phone's ringing off the hook and we got our schedule was booked with couples for the next six months yeah so a business that was like 80 percent business coaching and 20 percent everything else all of a sudden it was like 80 percent couples uh and 20 percent everything else um nowadays it's a little bit more even uh but uh you know as we've grown our team etc yeah. etc cetera, et cetera. but anyway it was it was funny everyone was calling us saying they were on the verge of divorce. They were at every party, at every dinner event, at every networking event. They were screaming at each other in public. Like we were like, this is a time bomb waiting to happen. And now they're happy together. Yeah. They work well together. They started a business together. Their kids are happier. But like it was, and they said, so they kept saying, so they said, we want, we some, want of some of that. <laughs> so we kind of stumbled upon that. And yeah. it's, um, that's, that's a, yeah, good, good. Yeah, smart story. That's kind of how we stumbled into the couple space. Yeah. Congratulations, and, by the way. That's yeah. that's awesome Thank that you. you you just like were open to it and you you took that dive in. It seems like that's a a theme for you. Um, when when someone in the audience, for you listening or watching right now, when you hear or feel that that call, like oh, here's an opportunity. Here's here like someone's telling me I could be doing something. Like dive in, give it a shot. Like what do you, what do you have to lose? You know, like just go for exactly. it. If, if you keep hearing something, you keep getting that nudge. If you feel it, like dive in. I I, I see you too. Just you know, totally in alignment with it. Your powerhouse is doing it. It's, it's awesome. 
Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it um, it's it's been fun. Yeah, it it was the uh, inception of a whole new division of our company. Yeah. So with Success Training Company, we've got a couples coaching division. Uh, that's you know main thing we're talking about today. But we also have an executive and entrepreneur coaching division, also corporate training and high performance consulting. Yeah. So that was the the inception right at that point, really, of opening up another division to our company. Um, but uh, yeah, in terms of my background getting into this, yeah. it's interesting. So I had an early start and I was 16 years old. Speaking of getting the call. <laughs> yeah, speaking of getting the call, right? Uh, I was 16 years old and I was called down to the principal's office and I'm in high school. And I'm like, oh, I, I mean, I wasn't usually anyone that would get into trouble or anything like that. So I was really confused in our school, you, the principal's office and over the intercom meant you were in like, you know, so, so we go in there and they said, uh, a week ago, we put a little note card and we said, write out 10 names, uh, to everybody. And we had about a 1200 person school and uh -huh. everybody got a note card. And it was list 10 names of people that you trust. That's a great listener. Um, and they help you work through problems. And they, and so there was, there were, um, 10, I think about 10 of us that were there, maybe some backups were there as well, but anyway, and we're there in the principal's office and they said, your names came up the most. Mm -hmm. I found out later that my name came up the most, most. Wow. So it was, and, and I was like, what do I do with this? And we're like, and what does this mean? Like, you know, I'm sitting there wondering and they said, so here's the deal. And this is, by the way, so this is in the early nineties. Um, and this is in South Carolina. So very progressive. They said, we know that when kids are going through problems, they're sure as heck not speaking to us and they're not even speaking to their parents. They're speaking to you all, apparently the peers, friends. So if they're speaking to you, why don't we arm you with the most innovative tools used in communication and crisis management Dude. today? Crazy, so right? You can, 16. So you can coach these individuals. I'm 16. What? <laughs> and and I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting chills right now remembering it because I'm eliciting the state from before. Wow. And, and I, I had this feeling inside like, Yes, I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. I've been doing it, you know, all the time anyway. And and it's funny, flashback, and I'll come back to that. Um, I remember learning how to be a, a you know a listener, and and it was so funny. I was speaking to my dad, going on to my first date. I said, "What what advice do you have for me?" And he was like, "Number one, he had a strong Swiss accent. He was like, Stefan, number one, right?" And he said, uh, "You need to buy two bouquets of roses, one for the mom and one for your date." I'm like. Hmm. I'm like that's cool. Um, I still do that today, by the way. Yes. If we're going to visit her family, there's a bouquet for Shay and her mom wow. all the time. Um, but anyway, he goes number two. He goes, you want to know the secret to communicating with uh, women? I said, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> and I was probably like four, you know, fourteen, thirteen, fourteen, whenever he told me this. And and he goes, shut your mouth. They'll tell you everything you want to know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he went, just listen. Now I did not know that that tip would make me into being a great listener. Mm -hmm. And so there I am, flash forward, reason my name is on a note card is because friends gravitated towards me telling me about their life stories. And, and, I, and I loved it, I just listened. And you know, and it was like, well, what do you think you should do, mm -hmm. right? And you know, just, just asking them powerful questions and you know, this is as a teenager. So anyway, yeah. the program in South Carolina was called Natural Helpers. I, I, I ought to find out if it's still around. And, you know, tell them how much of an impact that had yeah. and maybe even, you know, come and do a speaking engagement with them or something. But anyway, yeah. side note. Um, so they said, here's the deal. One, your parents need to approve of you to be part of this program. Two, you're going to need a dedicated hotline to your house, not your, your home phone, your own phone number. 
your phone number will be plastered on the high school walls and it'll be the natural helpers hotlines. And you, you're, you're going to be there to help individuals. Also, you're going to have to sacrifice your summers to go get high level training and coaching crisis management, et cetera. So we were, we were, um, literally from suicide risks to drug abuse, alcohol abuse, bullying, um, bad grades, depression, suicidal thoughts, anything. We were either one prepared on what we needed to do for a level one triage to help diffuse the situation. Then two, in terms of triage, direct it to where it needed to be directed, you know, proper authority and whatnot. Yeah. I'm 16. (laughs) Right. I was doing different things when I was 16. Right. Me too. Me too. And, and that was when I knew that I, that I really enjoyed helping other people. So I, my, my, obviously my father approved, um, I was all up for it, stayed in the program as long as I was there. And pretty much from that point to now, every, whether I did a corporate job, I, you know, I used to be a high level executive, um, and, you know, fortune 500 companies. I also, um, had experience with startups and, you know, so I went in the business world, you know, like a lot of people in, do sometimes veering off path a little bit, yep. um, you know, chasing certain dreams. And, sure. you know, I, I am glad I did that. Hmm. And there came a point where the bureaucracy and the backstabbing and the sabotage was enough for me in 2009. And I, I remember I said to Shay and I was like, I'm done. I, I, I got to figure out what's next. And hmm. she was like, well, what have you enjoyed? about what you've been doing since because mm-hmm. right after college I was a leadership consultant that's within the path yeah, yeah. Um, on working on university campuses with student organizations wow. um, and I was always in a mentoring or a training role in my corporate you know uh, I would say jobs yeah. but she said what have you enjoyed the most about everything you've always done and I said helping people yeah finding raw talent coaching them up and helping them to really truly actualize their true potential and she goes well just do that full-time i'm like oh what an idea (laughs) (laughs) so 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 i grabbed her i said you're going with me so little did i know i was going with him so then yeah it was it was just like this poof it just it just happened you know and 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 then we did a lot of work you know to make it happen and to make it stick and and a lot of research and development and there's been a lot of ups and downs, you know, any entrepreneur knows that, but it's, you know, and then you take that and then we're in a relationship together. Right. And we've now been married 15 years this year. Congratulations. Together 16. Together 16. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, we, we, as much as possible, we, we practice what we preach and what we yeah. teach. Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't we, we have all these amazing tools that, people pay us to share with them. So why yeah. wouldn't we use it in our that's relationship? Right. You know, so, and I think, I think that's one of the most, uh, the differentiating factor of like really successful people, couples, et cetera, is do you really embody it behind the scenes? Do you really practice what you preach? And I think there's a lot of people today sharing lots of great information, but it doesn't land and it doesn't create the impact and the congruency and the integrity that, that you know, we all want to be a part of, right? We all want a, a leader who's teaching us who has integrity like you two do, who's practicing these things behind the scenes. But a lot of people aren't doing that. And I really see it in you two. And one thing that, that I see that, that um, I guess kind of tips me off to that is your ability to flow in dialogue and jump in to each other's like sentences and stories without yeah. <laughs> like any, any disharmony. It's like totally aligned, totally like flow. So I, I just have appreciated that, that um, really powerful dialogue that you two have. I'm sure from, you know, training on a bunch of stages together and just being in coaching calls together and, you know, just 
trusting each other to jump yeah. in and share when it feels good, when it feels appropriate kind of thing. You guys, yeah. you're amazing at it. It's awesome. Well, takes one to know one, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can recognize it because you're like that in your relationship is what Carl Jung would say, right? Yeah. I think it boils down to this alignment. Yeah. And, and, and alignment is so important. Being aligned on values is important. We, we are aligned with life values. We are aligned with our relationship values, that context. We're aligned with our sex values. Yes. Yep. And because we work together, we're aligned in our business values as well. Right. Wow. And, and so super important is alignment. It's you've got to not only have an alignment on values in a relationship, same, same as in a business team, executives are doing it fortune 100 companies. Why wouldn't we do it in our relationship being aligned on values? Exactly. So we have, I had a question about this. If someone has been in a relationship kind of just, I don't want to say haphazardly, but they've just been going along and maybe they haven't done this deep foundational work to discover each other's um, uh, values. How does, how does that happen? And how do, how do we distinguish, you know, our relationship values or business values or our, you know, personal values? How do those all play together? Yeah. Good, good question. Yeah. So simple, um, paper and pen, everybody. Well, unless you're driving, then just log it into the unconscious and then maybe refer- play it back, play it back, reference the podcast notes later. Um, so it's simple. You ask yourself the question, what is important to me in insert context? Life, so, relationship. Yeah. You could say sex. what's important to me in the context of life. Yeah. Uh, empty out three times. That, that means what that means by emptying out is, you know, you'll kind of have a flow of a bunch of things happen. And then all of a sudden there's a pause. It's like your computer doing the whirly wheel or the rolling beach ball, right? It's, it's, it's a buffering. Yeah. It, a buffering it, it needs to fill back up. So yeah. you go through that process three times. And then you put still them. Still asking yourself what's important to me about. Yep. Blank. Um, stay in the context. What's important to me about life? Empty out. What's important to me about life? Empty out. Do it a third time. Empty out. And then put them in a. Hierarchy. Yep. In, in order. Yeah. Like what's most important. One, two, three, four, five, all the way to and, the end. And just to kind of give, you know, a brief um, explanation about values in case some of your listeners yeah. um, don't Fine. really know the exact definition. Values are what's important to us. Mm. They're what motivate us. They're how we feel after they, we did after we do something. It's usually a word or a short phrase. Yeah. Like, like what's important to me about life? Health. Health is a value. Prosperity. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, Love. You know, safety. Security. Connection. You know, whatever. Yeah. So so same thing. What's important to me in the context of relationships? Empty out three times and then stack rank them. Put them in order. Yeah. Same no, thing for sex. This, this is great. I love this because oftentimes I'll hear about um, a vision like, oh, set a vision for your life. And I think that it's important. There's a time and place for that. I think this is more timeless, though, and it really dives into the essence of like, what is what is the value? What is the driving thing? And when we discover that, then we can match it with, okay, well, if I'm living this in my you know sex life, what does that look like in five years and 10 years? If I'm living these values in order of importance in my business, what does that yep. look like in five, 10 years? So I really, I love what I'm hearing. I, I think for me, it's like a different spin on it and how to yeah. really approach, approach, how do I create the life of my dreams starting? with kind of these more ethereal encompassing things rather than specific details of of like what is a circumstance what is a physical byproduct of it those are great they're valuable yeah. but i think that the value is is even more important the the core like yep. driver of it is more important absolutely absolutely values are so 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 important so important we do this work with all of our couples and and then what we do is we align them 
So there's actually a negotiation process that we do. So let's say we basically play the role of a mediator. Right. So we elicit one person's values in the, say the context of relationship, we listen, elicit the other person's values. Mm -hmm. Then it's not just like you say, okay, you know, now you've got to adhere to each other's. No, No. it's, it's meeting in the middle, negotiating and creating a new list of values. That is a joint list of values in that context. Yep. And then going through some active imagination processes we'll do with uh, with our um, clients to make sure at the unconscious level that a, it's also there. They have a picture, a sound, mm. a feeling, a smell, a taste, and uh, thoughts that are applied to it. For now, though, um, what's important to do is to be aware of each other's values. So you, they can do the exercise we just mentioned a moment ago for now. So they have an immediate actionable takeaway yep. is what is important to me in the context of life. MP out three times, put them in order. Do that for life relationship, sex, then write down what does blank mean to me or how will I know when I have blank, blank being the value, then share it with each other. Like for instance, like this is a level one alignment before doing a complex alignment like we do. Exactly. So love, love is a very big word, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, love could mean something different to me, different to you, different to Steph, right? So that's what's really important in, in couples is to have them define it so that they know what it actually means to each other. So we call level one alignment is just understanding each other's values. Okay. Level two alignment is understanding each other's meanings mm-hmm. within the values. Level three is actually agreeing to a single common list. Damn. That's a deep level alignment. People, when they see us live, like on a stage, um, they'll be like, oh, how many times did you rehearse that? And we'll go, zero. Yeah. <laughs> it's, we're we, so we aligned feed yes. off of each at an other. unconscious level. That's how we finish each other's sentences. It's not from rehearsal. It's from alignment. alignment. Mm-hmm. Think about it. It's businesses use vision, mission, and values. Yep. Vision, mm-hmm. where they're going. Big picture, by the way. There's a lot more to it, but I'm going to say this. Sure. Vision, where they're going. Or their impact, right? Mission, how they're going to get there. Yep. Values, how they will behave during the process. During the process. So, same thing in in a relationship. We have vision and a mission and values for us as a team, Steph and Shay. Man, when I'm curious, when a couple gets this vision, mission, and values into alignment, I mean, we have a, a variety of different things that could happen, but what are the, some of the favorite things that you've seen happen from couples who didn't have that in place, and then they got it in place? So it's kind of like um, an oxen, right? Mm-hmm. So, so if you have a couple of oxen, um, uh, if you have one ox, let's say one ox can haul about a thousand pounds, uh-huh. give or take, maybe less, maybe more. Yeah. Two oxen has been documented to, to be able to pull over 3,000 pounds. Mm. So not Interesting, double, huh? right? It's right. more than double. Dang. So that's what we see is the results end up being not one plus one equals two, but one plus one equals three or 10 or 100 or more because of that deep level of alignment. It's just like oxen. That's that's so powerful. So the values is super important. Um, let's talk about in in the daily life. What what are some things that they can do to really um, communicate more effectively when stuff is happening? When they're not seeing things on the on the same page? You mentioned a couple things earlier. Is there anything else that comes to mind? Connection languages. Mm. Yeah, we just completed an ebook on this. <clears throat> um, actually, you know what we're going to do? I don't know if it's too late to do this. Um, 
any listener that wants it, is there a way that we can get it to you and you can get it out to anyone yeah, that, yeah, that, that heard it? Um, so we have okay. an ebook that we just completed just last week. So it's hot off the press, short and sweet. They'll be able to read it in, in a, literally a quick, probably hour or something yeah. like that or less. Connection languages are so important. So we've all heard of love languages. This is different. Mm. Love languages are how to create a deep sense of love between each other, you know, through touch or acts of service, right. all right. of those, right? The five Super love languages. great, important. We utilize that with our couples. We use it. Yep, we use it ourselves. Ourselves and with couples, but it's a middle ground. Let me take a step back and saying that we believe and we work um, with our couples. Um, our online course talks about this even too, so it doesn't require private work with us. Um, where we get into the trifecta of languages. There's the connection languages, which is how to create a deep connection and a rapport with your partner. Then there's love languages, but our own spin on it. Okay. Yeah, rather than one or two, but how to have them in a hierarchy and how to follow those. But then after that is sex languages. Wow. So our, our theory is first, let me tell you how we stumbled upon this theory. We had um, clients come to us saying, we read Five Love Languages, great book um, from the author. And they said, but it's not really working for us. You know, I'm bringing her a coffee and I know she's acts of service for a love language and I'm bringing her a coffee, but, but it's, there's, there's still no fire there. <laughs> and, and I went, dude, no rapport. At the, so, at the deep unconscious yeah, level, right? Yeah. That's what rapport is. I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, how are you communicating to her when you come up with that coffee? And he went, no, I'm just dropping the coffee on the desk. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> Rapport. So connection <laughs> languages is about rapport. Wow. And, and then love languages works even better yeah. if connection languages have been used. We'll come back to connection languages. Now that you have a connection mm -hmm. and a deep sense of love, then and we talk about this in our online course, sex languages, yeah. different than love languages. How, wow. do, you, how do you speak um, a certain, like for instance, uh, we had a client that their main sex language was olfactory. It was a smell and it was the smell of perfume. So when he'd smell perfume, that's what would cause him to be interested aroused. in having yeah. sex. Yeah. Aroused, right? Yeah. Um, it's for a whole nother podcast. Another yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for now, connection languages, which is, it's, yeah. it's, it's the beginning of the whole trifecta of the languages. So you got to start there. You got to have that deep rapport with, and, and that connection. So listen, this is how to do it, by the way. Everyone listen up. Listen for the words that your partner is using. Are they more visual-based, mm. auditorily-based, kinesthetic-based, or more auditory-digital? Which is more thinking. Examples of each. Visual would be like, look, see, show. Your partner might say, it's good to see you today. We'll get to how to do it in a moment. Just listen to the example. And they say, hey, I want to show you something. Highly auditory person might say something like, oh, that sounds good. I hear what you're saying. Yep. yep. Uh, highly kinesthetic or feely based might say, you know, that feels really good. Or, oh, come here. I want to touch you. Oh, my favorite. I'm catching what you're throwing. Uh -huh. <laughs> highly kinesthetic phrase, by the way. Wow. Um, or I, we had a client once and they were like, you know, this is a really good concrete idea. And they knocked on the desk and I wow. laughed. I'm like, wow. that's highly kinesthetic. Those are all feeling based yeah. words. Yep. Auditory digital are the people that are really rooted in thinking and logic, yeah. right? Yeah. So here's the simple thing to do. Actually stop for a moment. Listen. Listen to the words that they're yeah. using. The reason why we have two ears and one mouth. Listen for the words they're using and, and, and understand if it's more visual, auditory, kinesthetic, or AD, and then just feed it back to them. So if they say it's good to see you, don't say that sounds good to me. Say, oh, it's good to see you too. Yeah. If they say, oh, I hear what you're saying, say, um, yeah, listen, there's more to hear. Mm. 
right? Mm-hmm. If they say, I feel you, say, I'm grasping what you're saying. Yeah, so, so mm-hmm. this, is, this is connection language. It's kind of like this. If you went to France mm-hmm. and you spoke English, the garçon at the restaurant is going to pretend like he doesn't know a lick of English, even though he learned it in school. Everyone does. <laughs> I grew up ha- like a lot of my life until I was 14 in France. Wow. <laughs> and if you go and you try, this happened last time we were in France. And Shay said, Monsieur, où est le toilette? And she didn't say it with a perfect accent, but perfect. She tried. And, and he went, Madame, the bathroom is down the hallway to the left, and then it's the first door on the right. Because I tried. Because right? she tried. Wow. Create report. You don't go into another language and speak your language. Well, you speak their language. Unless you want to break rapport. Yeah. You try to speak their language. So why don't we try and do the same in a relationship? Wow. Speak their connection language, which precedes love languages. Mm. That will create a deep, sense of rapport listen for visual auditory kinesthetic or auditory digital based words easy thing to do is be a mirror and just feed it back feed it back to them just hear what they're saying and then feed it back is, is that useful does that help yes absolutely i love that i i, did, I had no idea that there's sex languages right so the, another the podcast connection <laughs> yeah this is connection languages man, yeah connection pre- love sex like yeah this is yeah powerful it's our trifecta of languages wow. and um, yeah, we talk about all three languages in our online course. Our online course. Wow. Yeah. So tell, tell me a little bit more about the online course. Like who are the type of people that, that go through it and what, what happens when they go through it? Yeah, good question. So the online course is called Live in Love, um, a guide for couples to renew, enhance, and power up your relationship. So it's really for any, we designed it for any couple, whether they're just starting out and they're dating. Or married. And they want to make sure they have a solid foundation. Or they're on the rocks. Or they're on the rocks. Or they've been together for 30, 35 years. And things are good. And they want it to be great. Re-enhance it, right? Um, It it goes through everything. Anyone can can utilize these tools. It's video. So you can see us where we recorded it live in a really nice studio. Um, And and it's uh, it's It's awesome. It's got an audio program that goes along with it for those auditory learners. A workbook that comes with it, physical, that our office ships out to them. And 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 it's, yeah. It's it's really, um, you could do it on your own. Like if we've had uh, singles do it, first Mm -hmm. of all, if they were wanting to find their ideal relationship, we've also had one side of the relationship do it because maybe their partner wasn't ready yet. And, and that's they, okay. They want to be the spark in the relationship. Yep. Yep. Right? And they utilized everything they learned and it created, you know, that that spark in the relationship it's, that they're looking for. It's it's punchy, it's short, it's sweet, um, but at the same time not too short, where it doesn't have a good um thoroughness about it. But I say that because each lesson is like three to five minutes. Wow. Yeah, so, so it's, three to five minutes, go into an exercise. It's digestible. You can do it easily. Yet we've got um, 32 lessons and then four bonus lessons. Um, we go into things with like meditation, how to, you know, create that ideal relationship. We go into the trifecta of languages, connection languages, love languages, sex languages, which a good friend of ours who used to be on uh, um, Dr. Drew's love Dr. line, Drew's love line wow. Simone Bien, Simone Bien, famous sex therapist, uh, helped us in the creation of the whole sex, sex and, and intimacy, intimacy module. Yeah. Wow. So it's amazing. Um, it's usually $997. Currently it's on sale for $297. Wow. Even available for a payment plan um, to break down the payment even more. I believe it's like three payments of 115, something like that. So um, it's short, it's sweet, it's punchy, and absolutely transformational. And I would say, literally, um, 
it's it's the same amount of content that some people will spend tens of thousands of dollars trying to learn and apply in their relationship. And it's all in one place for less than 300 bucks. Wow. Oh my gosh. And they go to your, your website, stephanshay.com to get it. How do they get access to it? They yeah, do. And yes, stephanshay.com plus anyone who's listening today, if they use love 50, they get 50% they get off. 50% off of that. Wow. So 150 bucks, um, can't go wrong with that. So L-O-V-E-5-0, and they're immediately going to get 50% off of any of the packages. And yeah, they can just go to our website, and then the packages are just a bit down on the page. And and that's Steph is S-T-E-P-H, which is me, by the way. And then <laughs> and written out A-N-D, and then S-H-A-Y, which is her. Wow. And and there's a lot of other stuff that you guys have going on. Let's say someone wanted to find out about that. They can just go to your website. They can connect with you guys and just learn learn more about that. And you guys, I think you guys are putting out a ton of content as well. You got your Facebook yes. page. There's, there's so much you guys are doing. Yeah. We have yeah. weekly, um, we have weekly mind, mind power. power videos as wow. well, which, um, that, that is, uh, it's either on all the social media channels. Uh, we do a release of that weekly and that's under success training co, yeah. um, parent brand. So yeah, we look forward to connecting with people and, uh, sharing, you know, some information that we've got that could help them. Yeah. I will say what's in the training for what they're going to be able to get, which is around 150 bucks. Yeah. Mark my word, um, they they will understand within this training that there's thousands of dollars of content within it um, that's out there in the development field that people are charging easily eight grand for only a glimmer of what we have in this training. So, yeah. Steph and Shay, you too. Man, oh my gosh. You're, you're brilliant. Right. Freaking, yes, high five. Woo! Bring so, it in, a little go team. A little go, so go team. team. <laughs> I love it. Steph and Shay, you're, you're just amazing. Such a power couple. For everyone who's tuning in right now, listening, watching, live or replay, go get this. Transform your relationship. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to the person you're either with right now to have a happy, flourishing, thriving relationship or the person that you're creating and calling into your life. And this is this has been an absolute blast. You two just are, are amazing. I'm so excited to see you in person soon. Give you big hugs. Introduce yes. Petia to you. You're just yes. awesome, awesome people. So thank you so much. For thank you so today. much. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. you. Appreciate you too. You have a great rest of your day. We'll see you soon. You too. Bye. 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 From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. 
If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.